It is uh, day two of 12 days of stand-up. We're joined by Husey. Thank you, Nick, who pushes the buttons on the Husey and Aaron show. You can hear him on air as well on the Two Day FM and around the network. That's right, my friend. Uh, Brycey here, our digital guru as well. Woo, woo, woo. Bryce, you guys have got your own podcast. We're allowed to promote it here. I don't know. Can we? Uh, I'd like you to yeah. promote it here. Yeah, go I'd ahead, Bryce. Yeah, I personally would like you to promote it. Yeah, yeah, me and Nick decided to get together and do a little movie podcast. We're both movie buffs. It's called Can You Give Me a Flick? And the name of the game here is that I have a certain taste in film that's a little more macho and Nick yeah. has a taste in film that's a little more art house and we give each other film recommendations and then dissect them and review them and try to get each other on board. And I know it's doing very well, so check it's that, well. check going that well. out. So Thank yes, you. but we're here to talk Hughie and Aaron. Ed and Aaron are enjoying their holidays, and why wouldn't they? They are, but we are here, and I want to talk Jessica Murray today. Oh, yeah, right. Mm. Jessica Murray. Oh, this is not really a Jessica Murray joke that I think you're talking about. <gasps> this is the wrong girl stuff, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. So this is not really Jessica. This is, uh, Jessica is a great actor, there's no doubt about that, but she was in a, mo- she was in a, 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 a TV show called The Wrong Girl. Yeah. And it was on, I think it was on Channel or seven. I can't remember the joke. I did, the title of the TV show, The Wrong Girl, and it had been nominated for Logies that year, Yeah, led me to doing a joke about the then CEO of Channel 7 who had yeah. been, uh, he'd been in the papers and uh, for uh, having a relationship with someone at work and he'd got in trouble over that. So this is a real <laughs> tricky one, but at the time, look... The Logies were on Channel 9 at the time, and I certainly was not discouraged from stirring the Channel 7 boss. Yeah. Let's have a listen to her. Jessica Murray, she's a brilliant actress. She's up for two shows, really. She's up for, she's up for Channel 9's Love Child and Channel 7's The Wrong Girl. Or Channel 10, sorry. No, sorry, <laughs> Channel 7 were working on a pilot of The Wrong Girl. That was starring their CEO, Tim Warner, and uh, it was going really well, but they, saw that they thought it was too expensive and they've tried to cancel it, but uh, <laughs> I've never worked on Channel 7 and I probably never will. <laughs> now, in that moment, are you hoping that someone from the crowd shouts out, you've got the network wrong? Yes. So that's, and I just thought of, of, of doing it that way backstage. So I'm backstage, we're about to open the Logies. Yeah. And you know it's live on Channel Nine, and mm. and I was I thought oh that's a good way for that joke to start. So but I needed when I said it's on Channel Seven that the wrong girl's on Channel Seven. I needed and I, I hadn't organised it. No, you know you could sometimes you might plant some, not, and not I really ever have, but it's possible you could plant someone in the audience to to point out your mistake if yep. it's going to help you. But I hadn't planted anyone. I was just hoping that someone from the crowd would yell out Channel Ten, yes. so I could say <laughs> oh that's I've got that wrong. There's a real sense of relief when they do. When they did, <laughs> yeah, I was happy about it. And I was very happy with that, how that way that whole joke played out. 
<laughs> but the, the CEO of Channel 7 was not happy about, about it. it. Yeah, I, I got feedback, but yes. <laughs> when I said I wouldn't be on Channel 7, I was right. <laughs> and yeah, so Has I that th- never happened to this day? You've never been on Channel 7? You've never been invited? Not in a regular position. Yeah, right. So, But he's no longer with the network. So oh. uh, yeah, so now maybe they just don't like me anyway. So, <laughs> so yeah, but anyway, that was uh, tricky. That was, yeah, I was really pushing the envelope then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, you weren't afraid to go there. I mean, that's, well, that's part of the fun, isn't well, it? Well, you'd hope so. So, but you know that is, uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, yeah, Were you a ten guy at the time as well? I was, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I was definitely channel ten guy uh, and channel nine as well. I yeah, think. but uh, certainly not channel ten. <laughs> yeah. No, or Peach. Uh, <laughs> or Peach. We are back for day three of uh, well, twelve days of stand up with Husey. You are a very busy woman. There's no doubt about that. You fly around the country doing speaking engagements in between your very popular TV show, Erin, on Sky News and your madly popular radio show you do here. Um, baby range. Oh, your baby range. Thanks yeah, I so about much. That. Yep. So, but uh, my most important job oh, you know is what? being a mother. But the baby range actually is relevant to this story. Yes. Please tell me. Berry baby by Erin. Thanks. So, you, so mm-hmm. you know what it's like to have a baby. Yes. And I imagine you know what it's like to travel with that said baby. Absolutely, I do. Very well. I was on a plane the other day sitting beside a woman with a baby. Yep. And uh, it was just her and her baby uh, Mm. traveling the country. And the question I want to ask you is mm-hmm. uh, that that baby uh, was crying a little bit, but not too bad. And I said, don't worry about your baby crying. You know, look, I'm... I don't have an issue. Your baby's allowed to cry on the plane. No, I'm. I'm That's just really trying to make... no. I agree. That's actually a lovely thing to say because, because of course, of, you, we should just expect that it would be okay, but. That's the biggest part of traveling with a baby is not so much your baby crying. It's your fear that it's going to annoy other people and they're going to get shitty with you essentially. So that's actually a lovely thing to say to someone. Thank you. What I actually, and I said to her, look, I, everyone who, everyone who's got babies themselves or has had babies themselves, when they hear a baby cry on a plane, their only thought is, thank God that's not my baby. Correct. You know, so <laughs> we feel bad for you. Yes. We don't feel bad that there's a baby crying. All right. So yeah. So hopefully you can relax. But she said the only way to shut her baby up is to um, breastfeed the baby. She didn't say that, but I mean, whenever the baby started crying, she's she was the baby went on the boob. Sorry, can I just check? We're we playing. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah, we are absolutely. Yeah, I think that's all right, isn't it? I think that's all right. That's her milk shake, and it brought the boys. To, and it was a baby boy actually. So, um. But my, my question to you mm-hmm. is can you can I carry on a conversation with this with the woman while she's breastfeeding? Or do you just because I was like, I don't know where to look. I'm like, yeah, I can tell ahead. you one place not to look. Her breast. <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah, but she's right beside yeah, me. So so is that the time where you just shut it down completely? Uh, or can you can carry on a conversation oh. while while a woman is a breastfeeding? Look, if so, it's your partner, obviously, very, <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> if it's, oh, that's fair if you've okay, if you've already broken the ice, say you've already had a conversation, then I think it's okay. But what you would do is let mm. let her mm. lead the way, type thing. So once she pulls out 
said breast <laughs> and child latches onto her nipple and starts to suck, <laughs> then you should just tilt your head to the left a little away, unless she's on your left. If she's on your right, <laughs> then yeah, tilt your head the other way and, and let her, if she wants to keep talking, let her lead. It's almost like when you go to the bathroom and you're talking to someone as you both walk in, then once you go into the cubicle, I keep talking, but you're not meant to. You're meant to just stop. So I think. I know, but then there's yeah, a, but the it's, noise, it's, which is an issue. No, so, I know, because yeah. then do you talk over, but you keep talking so they can't hear the twinkle? I don't know. That's <laughs> It's a whole other kettle of fish. But look, breastfeeding as a woman, it's quite, um, it's really interesting because even if you're very open and, and quite, you know, liberated with, you know, I get changed in front of people all the time, for example. When I, when you work in TV, you're always getting nude right, in front nude. of stylists Who? and other people. So I'm quite comfortable in that space, but. Breastfeeding feels quite intimate to me as well. So whilst I do it in public, if someone was kind of engaging or talking, I, I probably would feel a little bit uncomfortable. So well, it's, we, it's up to we, the person. Can we put it to the people, breastfeeding in public, is it okay for, for dudes to start chatting to you? <laughs> So you were next to her on a plane, which is quite different. But if a woman is just sitting in a shopping centre or something, breastfeeding, you walk up to her and ask her how she is and what she's doing later. <laughs> That's weird. This is Husey Ed and Erin. Husey Ed and Erin. Uh, but right now we're talking breastfeeding mothers. I was on a plane the other day and uh, there was a woman beside me. Uh, she had a baby and the baby was crying. And to keep the baby quiet, she started breastfeeding the baby. And I thought, can I continue the conversation with her while she's breastfeeding? And I felt a bit awkward about it. So I, just, I was just eyes straight in front, which maybe that was even weirder. I don't know, Erin. Yeah, I'm a little bit torn because I'm, you know, I said I'm quite comfortable being nude, but there's something, you know, with breastfeeding a child. If it's a stranger just kind of staring, it's a bit weird, but just a normal conversation, I think okay. But I think you let the woman lead the way. If she's acting a little bit cagey and kind of trying to be a little bit private, then you let her be. You don't continue to try. But if she's normal and and relaxed, then fine. Uh, Peter, you've had a similar experience. Is that right, mate? Yeah, absolutely. This happened to me about three months ago. I was travelling to Queensland um, just to see an old friend, and I sat next. I'm nearly 60, and this girl was 22. We'd been chatting for about 15, 20 minutes, and I even held the baby for a while while she went to the toilet. And we were just halfway through a conversation, and she just pulled the top up, put the baby on, and started breastfeeding. And I didn't look away, I just kept talking, and she just changed, her face went, she she pulled this weird face and she slightly turned away from me. I felt horrible. So I got up and I spoke to the stewardess and I moved five rows back down away from her. Yeah, wow, that is a dramatic experience. (laughs) He's like basically got out out of the area. Yeah, it must have been quite an intense reaction from her, not just, yeah, wow, okay, there you go. certainly I wasn't doing that. No. We weren't in that situation, but maybe I was right not to, to, I was right to stop the conversation. I think so, and let her lead the way if she wanted to re-engage. But, hey, what what does Sarah think? Uh, Look, I think it's fine as long as you're not, the eye contact is in the right spot. You're looking up, you're not sort of. (laughs) looking at what's going on with the baby. Yes. Um, and like you said, I think reading the signs from her, if she sort of turns away or um, doesn't really want to keep talking, then just follow her lead, I think. So, so did you, have you breastfed in public? Yes, I have, yeah. Um, 
and it's as long as people are I think if you're uncomfortable though then it can make the the lady feel uncomfortable like you can pick up the vibes from someone true, so true true um yeah if you're feeling uncomfortable maybe it was better just to stop yeah did you breastfeed <laughs> yeah. on planes or buses or trains oh pretty much everywhere i had to i had three kids three girls yeah. so um yeah i did it but look when i first started i'd cover up because i was a bit un- you know a bit self-conscious but then as i you know, with three kids after a while, you don't really worry about it. Then. Isn't it funny? Like the lower your boob goes <laughs> on your third child, the less conscious you are. <laughs> Not that I've seen what, your breasts. What, what about Anna? What do you say, Anna? Look, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, I've breastfed my son in front of a mate. Like I was sitting right in front of him and breastfeeding him and he had no idea that I'd even fed the baby, that I'd fed my son. Yeah. So when I've taken him on and I, to be honest, I actually would have felt more awkward if he had stopped and felt uncomfortable. Like, if the woman feels uncomfortable, she'll let you know. Yeah, or she'll go somewhere privately. You know, I guess exactly. it's hard in a plane. She'll go away yeah. privately. She won't bring take her breast out and start breastfeeding the baby if she's going to be uncomfortable with it. So, I think so what you were saying, he, the guy didn't know. So you were halfway through a conversation and then the, you just secretly put – how did he well, not know? I just put the baby – because we were just talking. And, well, he came up to me while I was feeding the baby – and then he didn't realise because I was just holding him and I just dressed normally and I just had like a shawl over the shoulder and you could still see past my son's face. And um, yeah. and I just kept feeding him. And then when I sat him up just to see if he would burp, he t- kept on talking and he goes, oh, you know, when are you going to feed me? And I said, oh, he's just, just had a pee. Yeah, right. right. And, yeah, right. And, it was, there was, and it would have been awkward to me if he'd actually stopped. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Husey, Ed and Erin. They don't see it as a replacement. They're happy to see another animal where they were. Pet medium. And I said to mum, what happened? She goes, oh, he was sick. We had to put him down. And I'm like... No, that wasn't the case. I knew what mum told me wasn't true, but till this day, like, he was my world. Amanda DeWarren. Joined by the world's most renowned pet medium, Amanda DeWarren, amandadewarren.com. We do really appreciate Amanda's time, and she deals with people who are, you know... Asking questions. Now, Amanda, I did want to get to my dog, Bubbles, who passed recently. Amanda, I just, look, it was was talking ashes, basically. And yeah. we, made, yeah. we made the decision to bury Bubbles in the backyard right next to the trampoline. Now, um... You know, that's his home, and I do feel yeah. like that's his home. Was he a rescue dog as well? He was, yeah. Yeah, because he tells me that he came in sort of later on in your life, like about five or six or something, was it? I feel like he came yes, in uh, yeah. around about that age. And you weren't planning on him, but you ended up with him. Yeah, Bubbles <laughs> turned up. Bubbles is a she. Up. It's actually a she, but she, yeah, sorry, I think Bubbles she, identified. She turned up. And and she took your heart basically as soon as she turned up because I feel like she's had a bit of a I don't assume that every rescue has a bad ass beginning a bad story but I feel she had been quite neglected because I feel very loving and all over the place like oh me 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 yeah. me I love you Bubbles I love you Bubbles have been abs must have been traumatized and it was yeah scared yeah. of her own shadow but we loved yes. Bubbles for five or six years before she I knew it was about five or six years because she tells me that you, you know, whatever reason we've had to say goodbye to them, never, ever feel guilty about it because they they understand, as um, I said before, we're only trying to end their suffering and not their lives. We go on loving them. They go on loving us. I've had animals come over that that come through that have passed over 70-odd years ago. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've actually got a, an older dog I want to ask you about, but let's go to a caller, yeah. shall we, first, well, and then I'll, I'll finish by yeah, asking you a bit good. about my former dog. Newman, you're on the line with Amanda DeWarren. Hi, hey guys, Newman. How, how can I help you, you, my lovely? Good. Um, well, uh, uh, my dog Rex passed away um, about 18 months ago. and um, A big dog? Uh, yes, German Shepherd. Big dog. But he was, he was uh, I don't know, like a runny or a German Shepherd or something? German Shepherd, yeah. Right, because he shows me he was a big boy. I've actually got two big boys over there. Was another big boy that had passed yes. over as well? Yes, because yes. there's two big boys coming through. That was Rusty, yeah. That was the other one before the one yes. that just oh, passed, Rex before Rex. The Rex yes. and Rusty, was it? Correct, yes. Yes, because these two are together. Oh, my God. Are they okay? Oh, They're both okay. I feel like they passed from different circumstances. Was Rex yeah. not that long ago? I feel like yeah, I'm yeah, like a couple of months ago. Oh no, he was it was over a year ago, yeah. Over a year ago. I wasn't yeah, feeling yeah. like a long time ago like the Rusty. Yeah. I was yeah. feeling Rex was Rusty went first and a while later yes. Rex went and I feel was Rex an older dog? Because I feel like ten, eleven, twelve, was he? Yeah, he was twelve and a half, yeah. He was twelve and a half for a German shepherd, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. feel I felt like there was a little bit of guilt around you around his passing as well. Well, yeah. I, like we had, we had to make a decision. Diagnosed. Sorry, darling, go ahead. Decision. Yeah, that, that that was my guilt because because yeah, he got sick. He, we thought we, he had a stroke and he wasn't I able thought, to walk. I thought he was sick. Thing. Yeah, he he said yeah. you made the right decision at the right time. Do not feel guilt. He oh. is out of pain. They never take the pain over with them. Him and Rusty are together. Oh, thank you, thank hey, you Newman. so much. Thank you so much for the call. Sorry You're to so all the people. You're so welcome, and they send their love. Yeah. Oh, so, they send it. It's beautiful. Could, could I ask really quickly about? Oh, real quick. Sure. Amanda is very busy. Oh, yeah. sorry. We spend yeah. all the time on your animals. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that for once I've got something. Um, Amanda, we had a little dog called Maxi when we lived in Indonesia, like twenty wow. years ago, that our family yeah. loved. I just wondered if you could check if he's okay. Yeah, he's coming through with many others. He really loved your family, like. Um, siblings or something as well. Yeah, my brother to, uh, that's what was really about. close. Loved, really close to uh, a sibling or sibling yeah, yours. My little brother uh, as well. Yeah. And he uh, he's coming through as well. There must have been another little dog that he knew over there as well, uh, way back in Indonesia. But he was your main dog in Indonesia, wasn't he? Yeah, our only yes. dog. He came yes. with the our house. Our only dog. That yeah. was what he was showing me. And the yeah. cat, did you say? The what, sorry? No. Did you say cat? No. no that's all right. I was going to say I'm seeing him as your main dog, but he had a few friends. And he had a happy life over there. Oh, that's he so beautiful because we had to leave him there and then I've just yeah. thought about him so much since. So Could he still, could he still yeah. be alive? No, he's definitely passed. Oh, no, no. This, I feel like this dog was about 20, 25 years ago, something yeah. like that. Am I right? Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. That was what I was thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, just as long as he's okay and he had it because they – some of the things that were done to dogs, yeah. That well, we I mean, it's, it can happen. He anywhere. he was lucky and ended up with another family. Oh, so beautiful! I, we're I worried feel, about that. I yeah. feel like he's he's saying to you, "I was okay." You know, they they are never angry at us if we have to yeah. replace, like if we have to let them go for whatever reason. They always understand yeah, that. Okay, this is the reason why you had to leave me. I understood, but he had a really good family, which I felt with children, which I felt yeah, he loved children. That's beautiful. Now, Amanda, about. Amanda, Erin has and really had a dog since. Do you think in, in your, like, experience in the, the dog world that she would be a good dog owner? I 
think she'd be a great owner. I'm picking up on two rescue dogs, like little rescue dogs that, you know, sometimes you get little dogs that really bond together in the rescue group and you just don't want to separate them. So I'm sort of seeing two different dogs, maybe a a Maltese and a Shih Tzu or something like that, but I'm seeing two coming together. But that is entirely up to you. You go puppy or you go uh, rescue. um, Look, I'll just, if I could find one that doesn't have hair smell or do poos, then I'm absolutely (laughs) all for that. Yeah, you get one of them at the Royal Show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you can find them in Kmart in the stuff animal yeah. section. Yeah. com is where you can see uh, Amanda and try and book her if you can. Is he